Welcome back to the podcast, and as always, let's get straight into it. Today we're going to read up on a quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson. Not necessarily his most famous quote or even his top 10. However, one that really hit hard when I was reading it. It was part of a book, one of the books that I talk about on this podcast a lot. If you do not know who Emerson is, please go read up on him. He is a lot of things. To us, to the podcast, and to myself, he is a famous philosopher. He is a thinker who also happens to be an essayist, a lecturer, and a poet who was part of many, many, many movements. The quote for today hit me hard for multiple reasons, but as everything else, it's because it's unconsciously or consciously something that I'm going through in my life and it related to that and b because it relates somewhat to being an idealist which is a huge part of my personality it's something that has been a blessing and a curse at the same time a blessing because i get to live in this wonderful world of ideals and um which is just another form of perfection that doesn't necessarily exist but guides my life in a way that's very magical in a curse in a sense where in the real world being an idealist isn't really the most weaponized thing that you can be to confront the world or to be part of the world and so in my personal and or in my professional life it really has been a a stomp of some sorts and some people have seen it as a weakness which up until today although I can see its disadvantages I've never seen it as a weakness. What does being an idealist mean before we jump into the quote? An idealist really is a person who's guided by ideals right or almost this concept of perfection or for me potential than by practical considerations and and for me that ideal is the idea of potential in self in in every form of existence the potential of of the greater good the potential of a human being the the potential of an idea or a theory it's it's utopian it's uh, being a visionary and it's absolutely beautiful What I do want to do with the podcast is read the quote, dissect the quote a little bit, differentiate two words from the quote, set the foundation for it today, and hopefully tomorrow discuss more about how it reflects or it can reflect on our life and how we can change it and put it in motion, which is something that is, or the actions that we're taking for separating this podcast into two parts goes back to really what this quote is saying so I promise it will come full circle hopefully by our second part of this podcast so please hang on very tight and tune in and you have to you must listen all the way till the end the quote by Emerson goes as such As to methods, there may be a million and then some, but principles are few. The man who grasps principles can successfully select his own methods. 
The man who tries methods ignoring principles is sure to have trouble. End quote. Like I said, a very simple quote. You can understand it just by reading it. But the reason we're here and the reason we come back to this podcast, and I hope this is why you come back because this is why I come back, is to really take something and be analytical and be critical to a degree, to a point, so we can take every part of our being and try to really dissect it so that we can bring it back internally and use it to thrive externally, use it to drive our beliefs and our emotions and our actions and our behavior. What I want to discuss and dissect further from this quote is really the idea in itself. But first, I want to start by defining what methods and principles are and substituting some of the words or synonyms or similar words back into the quote and rereading it just to make sense of it. So today we just want to set the foundation. We really want to understand what he's trying to say without trying to completely dilute it back into our life, right? Because when you kind of take it and you try to reflect on it, you do lose some of what he's saying because you never really truly know where he's saying it from. I don't actually don't know exactly where the quote came from. He was an essayist, so perhaps it came from one of his quotes. And so regardless of anything, if you take one sentence or a few words you and you try to relate it back into your life, it loses some of its essence and some of the original home, the original nature that it developed and became, um, became what it is from. So let's start by defining methods and principles. And it's I, these are very simple words in a simple quote and you might be saying I know what this is but going on a journey like this of really understanding what it is without a just you know knowing or thinking that we do or assuming that we do is correcting ourselves and it's the battle against ignorance and I'm speaking for myself as well methods are a particular or is a particular form of procedure for accomplishing or approaching something Normally, it's something systematic. So you want to get something done, you want to go somewhere, there's a method to your madness, if you want to say, right? Whether it's a degree or a book or a goal as a parent that you want to accomplish, what is the form of the procedure or the system of which you're going to get there? Is it a talk? Is it a method to how you parent? When you're approaching something or you have a destination in mind or you know it's just something that you want to get to, again, you have certain steps that you're going to take. So methods are, in a sense, a little bit more or a lot more action and behavior based and oriented. Similar words or synonyms of some form of way could include a procedure, a system, or a routine. And I want you to remember those words because we're going to substitute it in. A procedure, a system, or a routine. Now, principles are or is a fundamental truth or proposition that serves as the foundation for a system of belief or behavior. So this is what's interesting is that principles are defined and we can check other dictionaries if you guys really want to. We're going to go with this one. Serves as the foundation 
for a system. And we said one of our words for methods was a system of some sort. So principles are thereof a foundation for a system of belief or behavior. But it's a fundamental truth that serves as such. And so it's it's fundamental in its essence. And then what does it become? It becomes a foundation for something else. So a truth or other words for principle or truth idea and theory so a truth an idea or theory unless it's fundamental and we can really we can really try to understand what a, you know something that's fundamental versus something that's not but a fundamental truth idea or theory um that serves as the foundation serves as the base for a procedure system or routine going back to the quote let's go ahead and try to replace some of these words for what Emerson has on here. As to procedures, systems, or routines, there may be a million and then some. But a truth, an idea, or a theory are few. The man who grasps truths, ideas, and or theories can successfully select his own procedures, systems, and routines. The man who tries simply procedures, systems, or routines, ignoring the truth, ideas, and theories, is sure to have trouble, end quote. So we can see how, in an essence, some are, you know, methods are, in a sense, inferior and principles are superior. They're, um, they're primary in a sense, um, and methods are secondary. But w- what I think Emerson's trying to say, and you can correct me if you think this is wrong, yes, you in, in order to really succeed, you need to use both, correct? Obviously, you can't just use the principles or the truth or the idea or the theory, like me being an idealist, without really knowing the steps of how to get there, without the methods, the procedures, the systems, and the routines. And you can't just have a routine or a system or a procedure without really having the truth or the idea or the theory of of why or how you're going to get there or why you want to get there. And so its essence is trying to say that if you use the two, but making the principle the foundation or the base is how you're going to get to where you need to go. A fundamental truth, idea, or theory, what does fundamental really mean? It's obviously an adjective, and it's forming a necessary base or core. Um, It's something that is so essential in your life it's it's one of your pillars it's it's a it's really something that is what empowers you it's what runs your engine it's it's the oil it's it's really it's the energy the vibe what you really need and so when you say a fundamental truth idea or theory it's not just any idea truth or theory it's something that is at your core of who you are it is what empowers you it is what makes you who you are and so He's not necessarily talking just about any truth or idea. You can't just take any truth out there, make it into a why, and create a procedure system or routine for it. I believe what he's really trying to say is is a fundamental truth idea or theory. A fundamental principle is what gets you the correct methods for you to get to where you need to go. And really, at a, at a higher, even more 
generalized version of it. It is something that we were saying while speaking about truths, ideas, and theories. Is that at the base core of it, of the general topic, if you really want to understand it, and this helps us go into tomorrow, is that it's the why. It is the why of of your actions. It is the why of your beliefs. It is the why of who you are. And so when you're thinking about the truth ideas or theories, you're thinking about why you want to do that, why you're saying that, why you're believing that. And this is this is going to help us segue hopefully into tomorrow. But I do want you guys to, before we try to reflect on it, try to understand the quote for what it is. And it might have been helpful to understand where it originally came from, if it was part of an essay or not. But I think the quote in itself is is pretty simple enough for us to not necessarily need the context clues and the the whole essay and the full you know the full content of the essay to understand what he's trying to say. And so try to understand it for what it is, so that tomorrow we can try to really just put it into terms with you know, obviously what I'm doing and why it hit so hard and also for you guys for how you could use it and to figure out your why, but not in a general perspective of why you're here or what's the purpose of your life or your big why, but your smaller why of how if you wanted to get something small done, whether it was a new habit to break or to make or something that you want to try new in a relationship it's to grasp the smaller whys that create the big why so i do want to read the quote one more time before i let you guys go as to methods there may be a million and then some but principles are few the man who grasps principles can successfully select his own methods the man who tries methods ignoring principles is sure to have trouble and we'll also talk about what kind of trouble that could be. It could just be the idea of being imbalanced and obviously not getting to where you need to go. But it could be bigger trouble. It could really just be about ideologies and identity and perspective and personality. It could really be something that can shake you to your core. Or it could be something as simple as you not reaching those goals, whether in small or bigger terms of you not really reaching who you want to be so we're not gonna know until tomorrow because I haven't even gone that far so I don't know yet so we're gonna find out both together at the same time hopefully tomorrow and please don't be surprised if the answer is both because sometimes it is both because we don't know because we haven't been through it Um, And that's why we go on these journeys. So again, thank you for tuning in. And you must, you have to, and you will, because you should watch the next podcast.